Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, it'd be hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this joint go, this joint go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the Top Shop Show. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. Not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Never, Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. Smooth, Moving in our own lane, no parallel. parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. Your health. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a hell. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. Everything else. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We thank you, as always, for tuning in to Sleep, the Sports Life, and Everything Else podcast, presented to you by the away team, and coming to you live and local from the top shelf. This is episode number five. I go by the name of Mike on the mic. I bring the light, insight, no hype, and if you get more sleep in your life, it might just help you get yourself right. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. And be on the lookout for new episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Subscribe, like, leave comments, share, and all that good stuff. And uh, unfortunately, this week, Taylor was not able to join us in the studio. Uh, he was on a, a much-needed, much-worked-for uh, vacation. So this episode this week is going to be slightly abbreviated, but... As always, I do have E in the building, our engineer slash producer. So, uh, hello everyone. Hello, hello, hello. E might be popping up from time to time, giving his point of views and comments on this and that. No doubt. So we're gonna start out this week with uh, recapping a little bit of that Thursday night game. It was pretty exciting. Uh, I caught it myself. It was between the LA Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. Ended up pretty much coming down to the wire, and uh, L.A. ended up losing on a missed field goal attempt. <laughs> they, but, de- uh, they definitely lost because the Seahawks did not win. <laughs> Seahawks ended up pulling out that game 30-29. to uh, Jared Goff uh, didn't play particularly bad, but not the best. He was 29-49, 395 yards, had a touchdown and an interception. And uh, Todd Gurley came out and played pretty well. He had 15 carries. He only got 51 yards rushing, but he did get two two touchdowns. And uh, Cooper Cup was a big bright spot for the Rams. He uh, had nine receptions for 117 yards and one touchdown. Moving on to the Seattle Seahawks side of the ball, Russell Wilson came out and he had 17 for 23, 268 yards, and he was able to put up four touchdowns and impressively enough he got those four touchdowns to four different receptions receivers so uh that was a a big game for russell wilson chris carson he had 27 rushes for 118 yards and he was able to be on the receiving end of one of those touchdowns from russell wilson so good for chris carson and anybody might have had him in fantasy getting to the to today's games uh carolina pulled out a victory against the jags 34 to 27 Christian McCaffrey had three touchdowns overall, uh, two rushing and one receiving. Uh, Gardner Minshew for uh, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, who uh, people are 
kind of trying to tout as being a big deal nowadays uh, as far as a rookie goes. Uh, he was 26 for 44. He had two touchdowns and 374 yards. Uh, Leonard Fournette, who's uh, been having a pretty good bounce back year, he came out and he had 23 carries for 108 yards past that century mark and had a touchdown. Okay, okay. DJ Chark, uh, who a lot of people were saying to sit him this week, he had eight receptions for 164 yards and two touchdowns. So he he played big. Okay. And uh, on the other side of the ball for Carolina, Kyle Allen. Uh, has, he was 17 for 30 for 181 yards and one touchdown. Right. Were you able to catch that that game earlier, E? Carolina and Jacksonville? No, I didn't. I, 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 I took it easy today, man. Okay, okay. Not a whole lot of football. Uh, no, I, I caught my Eagles a little bit, and usually I'm I scared the dog. Okay, okay. No, wait, I'm, wait. I'm that guy that hollers at the television. I'm the guy that's hollering at the coach. I know he can't hear me, but... You know, sometimes the Eagles, you know, they, I, I had a friend down in VA that used to tell me, you know, E, you should, you know, write in your will that you want the Eagles to be your pallbearers. <laughs> because, you know, and I'm thinking it's because I'm a, a big Eagles fan. Okay. Right. And he goes, no. Nah. He was like, so they can let you down for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that, that's funny. That's but funny. I'm a dedicated fan, so you know. But you know, it's just been a long week, a lot of mixing, a lot of, a lot of work. But I, you know, I'm 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 going I'm going to go go tomorrow for my Eagles. Even okay. even living in the South, I'm the only guy in in, in uh, Falcon Land with an Eagle flag hanging up in his window. You know. All right, all right. Well, you got to respect it, and uh, we we're gonna get back to that Eagles game a little bit later, recapping that Eagles Jets. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I definitely appreciate <laughs> the story, and I, I have a story to share a little later as well about somebody I met in Tampa that had an interesting experience with a, with a, a Seahawks fan. <laughs> but uh, so uh, getting back to these one o'clock games, Oakland was able to get past the Chicago Bears. They were able to pull that one out, twenty-four to twenty-one. Both teams went into this game three and two. Uh, as far as Oakland goes. Uh, Derek Carr came out and he was 25-32, 229 yards, zero touchdowns, but also zero interceptions. So, you know, nothing lost, nothing gained. Josh Jacobs had uh, 143 total yards, uh, two two uh, touchdowns rushing. And uh, on the other side for Chicago, Chase Daniel, whew, 22 for 30, 231 yards, oh. two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was kind of a letdown for Chicago. But, you know, he's like the second or third string guy. So Okay. What are you, what are you really going to do in that situation? I mean, you can only do what you can do. Just glad he's not in Philly anymore. I mean, you know, sometimes people don't realize that's why they're, they're second string. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're second. You know, they, they weren't the best. It wasn't the first option, but they they could be all right. You know, you just got to depends. They got to step their game up. Exactly. So don't, you know, don't expect the best from the second string. You know, <laughs> you run the race and you come in second. You, you know, you what you you expected to get the gold medal? No, you didn't win. You know, so. Well, you know what? That's that, just how I see it. That was like a perfect segue going into a situation where we're going to talk about a really great second-string quarterback, the New Orleans Saints. 
were able to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and outlast them in an NFC South showdown, 31 oh. to 24. Okay. And Teddy Bridgewater, was 26 to 34, 314 yards and four touchdowns. Hold one, up, one interception. One Hold interception. Up, but Bridge was a starter before, though. He was a starter before, but in this situation right now, he's a backup. So. You kind of take a step back. If he was still started, he'd be in a starter position right now. Ah, true that. I gotta eat. I gotta eat the word. Okay, <laughs> okay, got you. So also for New Orleans, uh, Alvin Kamara was able to get a combined over 100 yards, and he wasn't able to pass past the end zone, past the goal line, getting for a touchdown this week. But picking up the slack was Michael Thomas picking up 11 catches for 182 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. On the Tampa Bay side of the ball, Jameis Winston went 15 for 27, 204 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Good game for Jameis. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And Chris Godwin, if anybody happened to start him, (coughs) like me, uh, he went seven catches for 125 yards and two touchdowns. So a good game for Godwin as well. Okay. Word. And uh, a game that I, I didn't really have my eye on especially, but kind of popped out to me when I was looking at my recap of the 1 o'clock, one o'clock games. Uh, Pittsburgh came up small and lost to the Baltimore Ravens 26-23. to And Lamar Jackson did not have a particularly great day. Uh, he was 19 for 28 for 161 yards, and he did throw a touchdown, but he also threw three interceptions. Mark Ingram had 19 carries for 44 yards, but he was able to cross the goal line and get in for a touchdown. Okay. And uh, Mason Rudolph, uh, he was able to go 13 for 20, 130 yards, I'm sorry, 131 yards and one touchdown. And unfortunately, he ended up leaving the game in a bad situation. They brought out the stretcher. I think he ended up walking off, but it was not looking particularly good for him after that injury. He was down for a little while. Ooh. I hope you get better, man. Yeah, man. You now, only, I, I hate to see that. You can only hope that. You can only hope. I know. You know, it's a rough sport. Yeah, man. That's, that's, <laughs> that's you, why they finally tune athletic machines, but you better be tuned right because yeah, you're prone. People go down every week. So moving on that to uh, our home game, like you were saying earlier, the Eagles versus the Jets. The fly, Eagles were Eagles able to... <sighs> The Eagles were able to pull this one out, 31-6 against the New York Jets, and it wasn't that big of a surprise for anybody. But anytime the Eagles win a game that they're supposed to win, I can pat them on the back, and I can be happy about it. Philly advances to, pretty sure it's 4-2 and two now. No, it's 3-2. 3-2, 3-2, okay. And uh, from the looks of what I was saying from that Dallas game earlier, looks like we're about to be headed for a first-place tie. But I'm cool with that. But now, will, will, will we still be in top of first place? Because one of both of their games, they won two divisional games, if I'm not mistaken, right? Okay, I think you're right, because they because did I, beat they the beat Redskins Washington, and They beat the Washington, and I, they beat the Giants. So okay, it, okay. Well, I, at least I'm, numbers-wise, I'm not, I'm not familiar. we'll be tied for first you place. Know. And you know what is encouraging about it is that uh, Green Bay has faced two— I'm uh, not Green Bay, I'm sorry, Dallas has faced two tests these past two weeks— and uh, it, it kind of looks like they're failing. Yeah, you know, of them above 500 teams, you know, that's I think that's what the real work is. You know, that's what it's really seen at. They know? they pack a different kind of punch and than you know Miami. Man, who, who who can't beat up on the soft guy? Bull, bullies, oh, you never see the bullies go after the the, the big dude. 
<laughs> never see that. Yeah. <laughs> it never happens. Well, we don't want to beat up on the Cowboys too much. I mean, they're, they're facing some adversity right now. I don't want to, uh, you know, count them out. They're still a formidable team. They still got a lot of talent. Uh, but back to this Eagles game, which was what we were originally talking about. Carson Wentz came out. He performed pretty well today. He went 17 for 29, 189 yards, All a right. touchdown, and zero interception. All right, right, Carson. Carson looked pretty good. He had a couple of plays where he was able to escape the pocket. Uh, he was able to uh, avoid some some pretty big hits. Yeah, I there seen was that one, one particular. Thing. He ducked under arm, came up, threw a laser completion. Okay. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carson looked pretty good today. In his confidence, you know, because the, the knee injuries, man. That's a mental they, thing coming they, back. They, from that. Yeah, you. That's that's pretty brave. And then them yeah. guys be coming at you 100 miles per hour. So I, you know, my hats off to Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. For, for coming back and being forward tough, my yeah. man. So uh, Jordan Howard, he had 13 rushes for 62 yards, and he had one touchdown this week. So he's uh, definitely been reaching the end zone a lot these past I couple like of weeks. I like that guy. I like that guy. <laughs> you were telling me it a little a little bit earlier. And uh, his his counterpart at, at running back Miles Sanders, he had nine rushes for 15 yards, but he also added four receptions for 49 yards. And uh, on the reception note, Zach Ertz was able to catch his first touchdown this week. He had five receptions uh, oh. for 57 yards. He had like 90 touchdowns by this time last year. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think he reached the end zone a little more frequently last year, but it's cool. It's, yeah. it's not all about the qu- quantity. Sometimes it's about the quality Excellent. when it, when it comes through. I got you. They had two defensive touchdowns today, uh, which was one INT that got returned and uh, one fumble recovery late in the game, which was a strip sack. Uh, and I spoke about last week them clicking on all three uh, phases of the ball as far as the offense, defense, and the special teams. The special teams came through big last week. This week, I think the defense really showed up. And it was against a subpar team, a third-string quarterback. But you got to pick on the teams you can pick on, bro. I know. Did you see that one play when he snatched the ball and he took it back for a touchdown? <laughs> yeah. Now, I know back in the day, you know, Halloween coming up. And I, the last time I seen something like that was when somebody got their bag snatched. <laughs> <laughs> My man ran for the Izzo. That was... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I have such a weirdest synopsis, but man, he just, just took the ball and just ran it. I, I, he was he happy for the, hit the gym. He needed to hit the gym, man. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just take the ball from you or run to the zone. I, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it goes, man. Sometimes that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, moving on, we're going to get into a little bit of fantasy football talk. And I'm just going to talk about some people that performed really, really well today. Uh, so if you happen to start these guys, then you are in really good position. Uh, Will Fuller for the Houston Texans caught 14 receptions. If you're in a PPR league, that's big. For 217 yards and three touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, I spoke about him a little bit earlier, but just to get a little more detail with him and his numbers, because they were big. He went 19 rushes for 176 yards. Two touchdowns rushing, six receptions for 61 yards, and one touchdown receiving. Aaron Jones, who uh, is playing in a game that's currently in progress, is in the fourth quarter against those Dallas Cowboys. He has 14 rushes currently for 92 yards and four touchdowns. Four rushing touchdowns. Yeah. He also has six receptions for 68 yards, 
And then also just a, a quick another shout out to that Eagles defense who today had double digits, 10 sacks. They had two interceptions, two forced fumbles, one that was recovered and returned for a touchdown along with that interception that was returned for a touchdown. So uh, big shout to my guys in green on D. They represented and did their thing. And I uh, got to show love for that. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> so to finish up this week's show, we're just going to get into a quick Mike's Minute. And uh, if you uh, follow us on our Instagram page or you paying attention to what we going on there at all, uh, I believe it was this past Monday, maybe Tuesday, for just a little thing I wanted to put out uh, and, and put up. Uh, it was a Les Brown quote. Uh, and it spoke about being hungry and the importance of being hungry. So my Mike's Minute this week is going to be dedicated to Les Brown, who's a guy who I really enjoy listening to as far as a speaker. And he, I feel, has an important message to project to people, which is a message of uh, believing in yourself and the ability to be able to do whatever it is you may want to do. So the three biggest lessons that he imparted on me, uh, number three, uh, is that someone else's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. So, you know, just because people look at you a certain way and may feel like you're this or you're that, you don't got to get caught up in their opinion and their feelings about anything, really. Because the biggest opinion that matters and the most important opinion that matters is your own. So if you hold yourself in a high regard and a high place, that's all that's really going to be important. Number two, uh, which is uh, going along with what my Instagram message was, but is you got to be hungry. Uh, you know, everybody talks about how they want this thing or how they want to go on that trip or they want to get this job or this promotion or into a better situation. But at the end of the day, you got to be willing to do it. You got to be willing to be uh, moving on it. You got to be willing to put action behind the words that you're saying. And you got to be willing to do the things today that others won't do in order to have the things tomorrow that others won't have. And that's essentially what his message is. You got to be hungry. And that's what hungry people will do. And uh, the number one thing that he uh, kind of imparted on me is uh, just two simple words that he says. He says it's possible. Um, you can do things. You can achieve your goals. You can get to the places that you want to get to and get that new job and get that new car and get that new house or that new apartment or whatever it is that you want to get in your life. It's possible. But you just have to be willing to do the things that you got to do to get to that point and go through the steps and the lessons that you got to go through to get to where it is that you want to get to. So that's what I want to leave y'all with this week. That's Mike's Minute. I appreciate y'all joining us and tuning in. Taylor will be back next week for episode six. Uh, e, you got anything else you want to say real quick? Consistency. You got to stay consistent because... Uh... You can't do it, you know, on Monday and then Wednesday. Be like, ah, oh, get back to it on Thursday. And Thursday come, you didn't forgot about it. And so, you know, everything. I'm just, you know, throwing a little mustard on the hot dog. That's all. <laughs> you know, but you gotta, you gotta stay at it too. Definitely. You know, consistency definitely. makes you better before you know it. That's, I think, that's uh, overlooked uh, key. That uh, the more you do it, the better you actually get at it. Yeah. You know, so that's it for me. But thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. And I appreciate you joining us and, uh, and filling in, you know, slightly. 
doing doing a little bit here and there. Yeah, uh, I don't have the knowledge about sports <laughs> that my brothers do, but you know, yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna try to help out a little bit, just a little bit of something, something, something. Well, you know what? Episode five, he doing a little bit more extra than he would typically, but uh. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. Look out for episodes, new episodes, old episodes, because we got a few in the bag now on Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And uh, that's about it, man. Catch us next week, full episode. Tune in, like, comment, and uh, we'll get up with y'all. Peace.